Kunis T, how are ye? Welcome to the Candle of Tales podcast and the fourth story in our Rebirth series. This episode is the story of Oscar of the Fianna, who we last saw dying at the Battle of Gaura. This is the story of what happened next, and it is told by Aaron Hegarty. This podcast is brought to you by our supporters at Patreon. You can join them over at patreon.com forward slash candlelittales or make a one-time donation using the PayPal button on our website. You can like, you can comment, you can share, but most of all, enjoy. And for now, Aaron, tell us a story. Oscar looked around. He heard the sound of chains, whips cracking and cries. It was dark in front of him. He couldn't see properly, but he could sense heat all around him. Smoke seemed to cloud his sight. Hot walls, iron chains, cracking sounds, fire erupting. The smoke cleared somewhat, and Oscar looked down at his hands clasped in iron chains against the wall. Hot, molten rock poured nearby, dripping down the side of the rock face, fire licking its lips around the wall. The heat was unbearably hot. Oscar remembered his last moments, the last memory he had. Sadness struck him then, the Battle of Gaura, the last battle for the Fianna. He had seen so many of the heroes fall. Quilte Macronon, thin grey man, Dirmid Odivna, with the Bolsharka and Love Spot, Gull Macmorna. So many heroes, all lost. And he remembered the old man, Fionn McCool, sitting there, weeping over him, breathing his last, wounds all over his body. He'd slain three times nine hundred men that day, but still they got through his defences. There were so many of them. Oscar had turned to Fionn McCool, seeing him crying and weeping over the death and destruction of the Fianna. His last words. Ah, would you stop the wailing? All that's vexing me is the wanton wailing and crying sounds of old men. He died with a smile on his lips. He remembered dying. He remembered the sense of everything falling away. The important things, the worries, all of those seemingly important things that had vexed him for his life. His father, Oshin, having gone to Tirnanog with the blonde-haired woman up on top of that horse, the white horse that galloped away. How many times had he 
recounted that day as the last time he'd seen his father, Oshin. And he off in Tirnanog, or one of the many other islands of the other world where he went he did not know. He only wished he could see him again. Oshin, his father. He opened his eyes again, bleary, tired, so tired. His muscles ached, but the wounds he had last time he remembered were gone. How was he breathing this smoky, hot air into his lungs? He glanced at his body, not a wound or scratch on it, but pain everywhere across his shoulders, and there, the clouds moved. Flash of fire revealed a face he hadn't seen before. A face he hadn't seen in a long time. It couldn't be. But there was across the other side of this great cave he seemed to be inside in. There were molten rocks pooling in its center. High, tall, rocky ceiling. Jagged rocks all over the place cries and sound filling his ears but there again between the smoke and the fire licking its lips up around he saw that face again it couldn't be fast asleep on the other side could it be a Oshin his father and then he saw more faces of the Fianna, the heroes, the brothers in arms, the band Fianna, the women here as well, the fighters, every one of them who had fought in the Battle of Gaura, he saw so many he had seen lie dead there, chained against the walls. And then he saw something awful come out of the very centre, the pool of fire erupted as a great page with sharp teeth and staring eyes came out slithering around great fangs and claws she had smiling and licking her lips around her demons and creatures crawled out of the abyss of blackness these monsters were more ferocious than he had ever seen or ever envisaged in his entire life but there that face again it was. This was his father, Oshin, who had gone to Tirnanog fast asleep, but there he saw the demons going towards him. Demons were pulling men off of their chains, stabbing them, and the cries as they inflicted awful wounds on their limbs and bodies, gouging and piercing and slashing, but as they got close to Oshin, Oscar roared. A great bellow all over the center of this fiery pit of despair. You'll not be getting near my father. Not today. Not ever. And Oscar with a great pull. He dislodged the rocks that his chains were buried deep within. And swinging them overhead, he crashed a skull off the rocks of a demon coming towards him. He bellowed as he ripped 
the chains threw the rocks and the wall fell down around him. He dove out close to the fire, so close but swinging his chains, he knocked all of those demons down into the fiery pits. The care Tarnock, the mother of the devil himself, glared at him then as he ran around, throwing rocks at these demons, pulling men from their chains, releasing them. As the Banfian called for Oscar and he released them too, the women now rearing for fight as well alongside with the men and they rearing their heads and battling with stones and rocks and whatever they could put in their fists. They fought a furious fight as Oscar went a beeline making straight towards his father, Oshin. He's opened his eyes, blinking he couldn't believe it to see who he was looking at. But Oscar had no time for formality, or kindness, or soft words. This was the time for fighting, and he pulled his father out of the chains he was barred in, and he grabbed him and threw him into the mix of the men and women fighting then. And they went towards a shining gate, a locked-down gate, and there Oscar couldn't believe the sight he saw. He saw Fionn McCool leading a charge against the care Tarnock herself. Battling down, he held a sword in his hand. He threw weapons to other men then, as they careered around battling so furiously and fast. They went straight past and up towards the gate, the shining gate and they belted it with rocks. They hit their chains, they crashed against it, and they shook. It shook an almighty shake that brought the rocks down in the cave around them. And Oscar gleed then. He threw the men and women ahead of him then. He told them to keep fighting and go. As they burst through the gates, Oscar stood stock still and steady, ready and waiting for all of the demons of Hellfire to come towards him. And he there with the chains, swinging around his head, knocking them down, crashing them against rocks into the fire that they had just been tormenting them with. And with a gleeful scream, Oscar stayed behind at the back of the charge as the Kertonok reared her head and ripped through the air, coming towards Oscar, who stared her down. And the Fianna, led by Fionn McCool, went surging from the gates of hell, with Oscar standing behind, keeping them there, making sure the demons would stay in place. As the care tonic tried to battle her way around him, he would not let her. Oscar, happy now to stay behind, with the rest of them running back to Ireland, through the Vale, through this world and into the next. And there they were, running towards a rebirth, a rekindling of the fire of the Fianna. Those men who fought their way out of the worst place in the world, in the worst place imaginable. They were there coming towards a new life, a new existence, a new way of being. And they leapt through the veil and into the world and the cosmos and the center of everything. And they spun around and we don't know what sound it was that brought them back, but each one of them was brought back to some time and some day. 
And each time we hear of a great hero, they say he is one of the Fianna. He is of the Fianna, from this land born through, and always courageous in every moment, with the strength of their limb, the purity of their heart, and actions to match their words. This podcast was produced and edited by Oshin Ryan and Alan Homan. You can find out more about us on our website, candlelittales.ie. And we're on all social media, so like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Candlelittales or send us a message or get onto our mailing list. For more videos and live streams, like and subscribe to our Candlelit Tales YouTube channel, which now has a Candlelit Tales for Kids playlist. Hashtag Candlelittletales. Liking and subscribing to our channel really helps us grow and get to more people. And if you're able to give us more direct support, you can chip in a few bob at patreon.com forward slash Candlelittales or make a one-time donation through the PayPal button on our website. We also do really like to hear back from you with your questions and requests, so please feel free to contact us directly or leave your question in the comments section below, because what we really want to do is get these stories out there, share them with as many people as possible, so anything you can do to help, we really appreciate. And we really appreciate you listening. Good morning,